Welcome to the St. Joseph Radio Presents live program broadcasting to you from the Rome of the West, St. Louis, Missouri. The program that for over 30 years has brought you eloquent speakers from across the globe to help explain, clarify, and evangelize the Catholic faith. Our program covers a variety of topics relating to current issues and occurrences in our daily lives. Now, with the aid of technology, we are able to bring the gospel message to the four corners of the world, where Christ himself did say, those who have ears ought to hear. It is our hope at St. Joseph Radio that through these programs, we can help evangelize the world and change one soul at a time. Now, here is your host to introduce today's guest and topic. Well, thank you, Matt. I am your co-host today, Peter Karutz, and I'm here with Ray Gerard at my left. And I have a very special treat for you today. I have Kathy. Come on. You can do it. Pres- Pescarino. 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 I'm going to say it again. Pescarino. Correct. It almost sounds musical, doesn't it? Pescarino. Absolutely. And that's sort of a clue. The name of our program today is... Praying with the heart. And we have Kathy Pescarino with you. (laughs) She is an incredible musical talent. She is a vocal artist. She's done all kinds of things, and you're going to hear all kinds of stuff. So if you are tired of us talking about all kinds of heady stuff, man. They probably are. Was us talking? Yeah, they're they're tired of us talking. It ain't going to happen today. Today we're praying with the heart. You know, I, I don't know about you, but... I go to Mass for a good reason, right? Because I want to worship God, right? I want I want to be with the Lord. I want to receive the Lord. But oh my goodness, can there be a change if the music is good, if the music is Amen. great, if the music is uplifting? You know, we, we think of God as being, and he is, the most beautiful, right? The most good, the most um, elegant. And, and as we sing and hear great vocals and great music, we are elevated more toward our Lord. We're praying with the heart instead of just with the mind. Well, Kathy, thank you for being here. Uh, our, our friends and family and everybody else out there are going to be in for a great treat. So, so we don't get in trouble. We always start with a prayer. Kathy, you're the guest. You get to start us with a prayer if you would. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. In the name of the Father, Father and, and of the, the Son, Son, and of the Holy Lord. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity today for us to share who we are and to share our gifts. We pray that we can lead others closer to you as we continue to open our hearts. We ask you to allow us to use our gifts uh, to bring light to others in whatever capacity you call us to do that. From the very smallest act that we do to larger acts that you give us the strength and the courage to accomplish. We lay it all at your feet. We completely trust in you. We ask for the intercession of your beautiful mother to help us bear Christ to the world. Say yes every time you ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You know, if she's... She's as good at music as she is at praying. Pretty good. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, I'm just sitting here listening. Your your voice, just your speaking voice is just beautiful. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. And and music, I imagine, has been part of your life. for. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who, Where were you born and what high school did you go to? You know, we got to ask that. Okay, sure. Yeah, I never, <laughs> still don't understand that, but I get it now. Absolutely. I was born in uh, Spanish, uh, in Spanish. 
Spanish Lake, Missouri. So St. Louis, oh, Missouri, well, North County. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and I was brought up and raised there. Um, I went to Catholic grade school and high school, St. Pius and St. Aloysius grade schools and Rosary High School, and uh, went on to then go to college at uh, UMSL, UM St. Louis, and majored in music. I started singing at a very young age. I loved the musical Annie. Oh, and I yeah. uh, used to stand on a chair for my family and sing The Sun Will Come Out Tomorrow. And they couldn't they couldn't keep me from singing. They couldn't uh, shut you up. They couldn't. Nope. <laughs> I just kept singing. So my Aunt Edith one time sat my mom down and said, you need to get that girl some voice lessons. And a, when I was a freshman in high school, I started taking voice lessons from a wonderful uh, St. Charles native, Jan Parker, who taught voice lessons. And she uh, took me under her wing and became like a second mom to me. And uh, I studied under her for many, many years, and it became just a great passion for me. And you're married. I'm married, yep. I thought I would uh, go on to do musical theater and travel the world. But uh, instead of doing professional musical theater uh, after college, I ended up meeting the man of my dreams. There you go. At church, actually. Uh, I was involved in a Life Teen program where I became a core team member with the Youth Ministry Program. And uh, it led us back here, uh, where I then became a youth minister myself. And I did youth ministry for 20 years. And along the ride, uh, music and theater and performing arts have just been a part of who I am and and what I've done. And uh, and I've done that by actually sharing my love of it with young people and encouraging them to to share their gifts and talents. I'm sure you've heard this a thousand times. Oh, I can't sing. I, I don't have a good voice. Is is that a natural gift that either you have or you don't, or is it like going to the gym and lifting weights? And- I think it's a piece of both. I think that there is definitely a natural ability that people are born with and given. We're all parts of the body, right? And all, yeah. all have been given different gifts and talents. But I do believe that if you work at it, you can become better. You can sing more in tune. You can create the right breath support to um, to allow your voice to open up more and, and do more than you ever thought you could do. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm so also a voice teacher, hope, so I, I work with my students in that there's, way. There's, there's hope for you yet, Peter. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, uh, my wife and I are looking for voice teachers. You know, my, my uh, daughters are great singers. When when my daughters were in utero, you know, when they were just being born, I remember I used to sing to my wife's stomach. I used to sing The Bare Necessities. And funny how that's one of their that's favorite songs. That's when the songs. baby would be kicking, right? Oh, man, would they be kicking? Let me out of here. Let me out of here. But my daughter, for my 40th birthday, she showed up dressed as Annie as well. Oh, was that last year? Yeah, <laughs> twenty years ago, actually, and she um, she dressed up as Annie and she sang a hard knock life at four years old. And you know, you start young, you never stop. I love it. I love it. Music is such a universal language. I mean, I know that's been said many times, but it really does touch the heart, and it it speaks among cultures, it speaks among races, it speaks among ages. It's something that can connect all of us. And it is a language. I mean, you you keyed on it. Um, we took a tour of the seminary and had dinner with uh, Father Mason a bunch of years ago, and we're in this grand entrance area over there, and the, the you know the little echo there, and and we're about to leave. We're all thanking him for being here, and my wife kind of off the cuff said, because Father said something about Ave Maria, the the song, mm-hmm. and my wife said to my daughter, my youngest, she says, Carolyn, why don't you just sing the Ave Maria, <laughs> blank, just no warning, no nothing, and she pumped it out, and we were all speechless. I think, I think 
voice and singing is a language. If you know that language, you can speak it at any time, whether we jump into Italian or Spanish or whatever it might be. Absolutely. Yep. And uh, a way to share, I think, our heart, almost kind of wear our heart on the outside of our body and be vulnerable for, uh, for a small space and time. Yeah. How does, how does your voice and singing, uh, how do you translate that into, uh, I guess, ministry or into um, Faith whether it be of some yeah, church or, or where you work or what, whatever it is? How, do you, how are you moving voice into praying with the heart? Well, I think for me, I thought that that defined who I was, that that, uh, that gift that I was given at a young age was something that defined what I was going to do for the rest of my life. But what's been amazing is that the older that I've gotten and the more uh, opportunities that God has put in my life, the more I've been able to lay that down and ask God to work through me and to work uh, in spite of me. So so music for me hasn't become what I can do anymore, but it's almost about how I can connect with other people to allow them to use the music. Um, and I don't mean just leading music. Like one of, one of the things that I'm passionate about is working with young people so that they can use their gifts and talents to use not just music, but just um, on a broader spectrum, any kind of creative art to touch the heart. Um, it, it's been amazing because as I've laid down, it, almost kind of like a dying to self, what what I was looking for, that affirmation of the gift that I had, I was kind of, I've had an incredible journey of seeing God be able to take that, what I laid down, and it's not about me anymore. It's mm. it's all about him and others. And and that's my only prayer and my only hope is that moving forward in all the projects that he's calling me in and even the ones that we're going to talk about today that uh, that it it that I'm bringing him to the world. I'm bringing that light to the world through through the the gifts that I bring. It it doesn't it's not about me anymore. Um yeah, I got I can comment on that. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean that's, that's beautiful. That's just beautiful. I mean you know what you talk about um where it gets better after you let it go, where you let go of yourself. We talk about that a lot. Uh, you're living it. That's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It, it, it's been difficult, right? When you are young, especially, I, I felt like for me as a young woman, people would say to me, wow, you're really going to go someplace. You're yeah. really going to do big things. And and I thought that that meant that I would be on the stage someday. In fact, I had dreams of being on Broadway when I was yeah. younger. Uh, when I was, I had four children. When I was pregnant with my fourth child, um, I actually uh, had the opportunity to visit a friend of mine who I performed with at a young age at Six Flags in the Palace Show. And uh, she went on to be on Broadway. She, her name is Kendra Kassebaum. She's from St. Louis, Missouri. She has a Wikipedia page. Wow. And she became Galinda on Broadway in the musical Wicked. Really? And I had a moment where I found out that Kendra had made it. She'd gone to Broadway. And I remember being home. My husband was working late. And I had this moment where I... Uh, it was almost like this a moment of darkness where I thought, look at what she has done. Look at all she has done and what have I done. And I didn't even think about 
those sleeping babies that I had upstairs. And so I planned a trip. I went to visit her in New York with some friends, and uh, it was amazing to me. I ended up being pregnant with uh-huh. my fourth child, my daughter, and it was amazing for me to see. And we we met for dinner. We had a wonderful conversation. But the ways that what she was doing in her life, um, which was beautiful, and her own journey it wasn't what God had intended for me. And what I really needed to lay down and let go of was what making it meant. And for me, that, uh, you know, trying to be able to do what I love, showing up and singing or encouraging people to do music or writing or being part of projects, it it's all the the call and the mission of, of what God's calling me to do, even if it's in a small, small, small way. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Well, it's not a, it's not really a small. Way. I mean, it's not just your four kids anymore. I mean, you <laughs> I mean, you've you've affected the lives of a lot of kids. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, you've been working with kids, you know, for what? How many years now? Well, I uh, started as a youth minister in St. Louis in 1995, uh, and did that for 20 years. Uh, I worked at St. Dominic High School as a campus minister. Uh, for a bit, and uh, and now I'm working with uh, the performing arts, music ministry, um, performing arts ministry. Um, I just started my own company called Grace Beyond Gravity, which is an all-inclusive musical ministry company that's leading kids closer to Christ through any type of creative arts, whether it's music or performance or um, writing or painting. So we're, we're starting to get that off the ground and explore. Have you ever had somebody describe a great restaurant and a great meal, and they can do all they can to tell you that that steak or that fish was the best thing they've ever eaten, but you can't, you can't quite taste it on the radio? Fortunately, <laughs> we can taste this on the radio. Can you give us a little bit of a, a teaser as to... Something? Song? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Singing. <laughs> absolutely. I know everybody's out there pounding on the radio. Says, well, sing for goodness sakes. <laughs> absolutely. I've had the opportunity to uh, to be part recently of a project, um, and that's kind of inspired me to be writing a little bit of music. So I'm just going to share with you a little bit of that melody and song that, uh, that I've been working with. Yeah. Right. Uh, this is a song called Mercy. Have mercy on me, O God, save my soul. Like a lamb I have gone astray, lead me home. Have mercy on me, O God, give me hope. Take every broken piece and make it whole. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. And it sounds great on AM and FM, so (laughs) thanks so much. This is St. Joseph Radio Presents, coming to you live from St. Louis, Missouri, the Rome of the West. I'm your co-host, Peter Karutz, and I'm here with Ray Gerard. And today's program is Praying with the Heart with Kathy Pescarino. Pescarino. I am uh, notorious for messing up names. Hey, I just got to give you one more teaser. We're going to have a phone number available for you all to call in. So we'll open up the phone lines after the break. The phone number will be 636-447-6000. I'll say that faster this time. (laughs) 636-447-6000. We'd love to hear your comments and questions. 
Kathy, so what are you doing right now? Tell me about the where you're, what you're, uh, what's your favorite activity, your favorite ministry? Oh, sounds like you have so many irons in the fire. I do have a lot of irons in the fire. Um, I I currently am working for an incredible facility. It's an assisted living and independent living facility out in Winsville called Twin Oaks. And uh, Twin Oaks was founded 40 years ago by an incredible woman named Marianne Huber from Assumption Parish in O'Fallon, who felt like uh, she was a nurse and she felt like she could care for the elderly in an incredibly loving way, like like Christ loves each of us and, and give them that dignity that they long for. Uh, so I, uh, good friends of my family, and I am currently uh, the activity director there, filling in for another person who's away on maternity leave. And this incredible place is so full of love and so full of the Holy Spirit. For me to be able to go and work with these folks, uh, you know, of all ages, but living in assisted living and independent living who, you know, need just a little extra help has been an incredible gift uh, to be able to use my music mm-hmm. to share with them. And uh, and it's broken open like a whole new world. I've been working with teens my whole life. Yeah. And who knew that I could uh, have such a love and a, a connection uh, to folks who are at, at least, you know, triple, sometimes quadruple their age. You know, it's Peter, amazing. she needs to be a little bit more vivacious, don't you? I know, think? I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving her. I'm, I don't even want to interrupt her. Go, you know. <laughs> no, I, I, was, uh, I, I was thinking that uh, voice in singing, it really is the universal language. You know, whether you're old or young or this country or another country, I was watching YouTubes once and I, I hit the button. It was, I don't know, some voice competition. And uh, I don't know what language it was. I don't even, I don't have a clue. I really don't. But I just sat and I listened and I thought, wow. I mean, that, that really does touch your heart. You, you know, um, Kathy was, was part of, she was a leading part of a program that was done uh, just this past, you know, Advent. And we actually mentioned it on one of our programs here. Um, and uh, it was just a, a combination of reflections and um, Christmas music and mm-hmm. new Christmas music. And it was, it just reminded me of what used to be considered art. I mean, I guess hundreds of years ago, people used art and thought of art as a way of expressing the beauty of God, the beauty yeah. of God, oh, in, sure. the beauty of God in this world. And to try to take some of that beauty and, and convert it into some type of artistic expression. And they tried to put their faith into the art. And that's, it sounds like that's what you're doing. Yeah. And, and as your guide, and I think the best way to do that is what you've already said, which is, you know, letting the Holy Spirit work through you. And as you were doing that little song that you, you know, had composed, uh, it's, uh, it, that's what it sounded like to me is that, you know, the Holy Spirit was, you know, talking through you. And it, and the thing when that happens, the thing that, when that happens, people listening to it, I'm sitting here listening, you know, to what you were saying, they get that. I mean, that comes through. And, you know, you're talking about Peter, you know, music being such a, a part of, of the church. And so, you know, music can touch the heart, yeah. When you combine music with faith and you have, you know, that touch your heart, I mean, it just, you know, it, it can be powerful. Kathy, we're in a volatile time, right? Um, people can't talk to each other without getting angry at each other. If we disagree, of course, the other person must be a terrible person, and you can't talk to a terrible person. And, and you know, we, we experience that. I talk to you still. I know, but you're a generous sort. You're, you're very generous. Talk to my wife sometimes. She'll give you more insight into that. But 
We we had our own little problem here in St. Louis. They were going to tear down the statue of St. Louis, and I, I I went to a couple of the rosaries, and the one and and I know what the rosary is. I've gone. I've done it before, right? But I'll tell you what was even more impressive was the vista, the view, right? And then the singing. You know what? People's hearts were transformed there. They were not Catholic. They were either Muslim or something else. There was some saintness there. But they were transformed by the music. I was transformed by the music. Music really helps us get in touch with the true God. One of the things I wanted to mention to kind of tag on to what Ray was talking about was this year in general, for me anyway, being somebody who wants to use those gifts uh, in a bigger way to to share, you know, my love for the Lord has been challenging with all of the ways that we're not allowed to do that. Yeah. And so last year, uh, back in uh, in Lent of last year, when everything had gotten shut down, I'm seeing all these essential workers who are being needed out in the field, right, to help mm. people stay healthy, and, I, and teachers who are still teaching our children. And I thought to myself, Lord, what is mine that's essential? Mm, yeah. Are my gifts essential? Of course. And I started praying, and I felt God tell me, Music, music is essential, and connecting people through prayer is essential. And so this this quick project came about. It was something called Stations of Hope. Within five days, I had five musicians lined up. We put music and reflections together. We put together a video. We found uh, these incredible Stations of the Cross mm-hmm. that are, are at a retreat center in a place in Omaha, Nebraska. We got permission from the artists, and we created something incredible that could lead people on Good Friday through the Stations of the Cross. Uh, that was the beginning of realizing that those those things are needed and essential. And Ray spoke about Seasons of Hope, which was the next project that came after that, which we put together during Advent. Same kind of thing, a, a multimedia presentation of art, music, and reflections, and musicians. This time, 11 musicians came together to put this incredible night on live at Immaculate Heart of Mary out in New Melly. And it was uh, live streamed and recorded on YouTube. And we saw it. Yeah. We, we, mentioned yeah. it. we mentioned it on this program. Yeah, yeah we were able to be a part of that and now now we're moving forward and I hope we get to talk about a new project that's coming no, forward. No, no, that's not allowed. <laughs> no, tell us, tell us. Be quiet, Ray. Tell us. <laughs> well, I almost think that maybe, Ray, you should start because no. you have a little more insight about this project as it's coming forward. I'm coming into this piece as the music part of it, but it's it's something that's kind of coming forward too that's going to be a well, big part sing, of your life. Sing in the key of C. Yeah, you don't mind. sure. Here, go ahead. Yeah, I'm yeah. waiting. We're going to... Mm. We're gonna we're go gonna, ahead. All the listeners are gonna. All the listeners are leaving already. Um, so really, um, yeah, there's a new project um, that is is coming, and uh, it's really based on some reflections of the sufferings of Christ. And um, this is not. I mean, I'm going to be talking about this, but you know, it's going to involve the talents of Kathy, and actually involving a lot of the talents of my wife, um, <laughs> and very little of me, but. Um, Anyways, um, my wife is in the process of writing a book, and part of the book concerns reflections on the sufferings of Christ. Now, you know, Kathy, you mentioned, you know, uh, you know, doing a thing last year on the Stations of the Cross. And um, this, you know, 
we all know the Stations of the Cross, you yeah. know, and um, you know, you've got the first fall, the second fall, you know, he's condemned to death, stripped of his garment, all of those things. And they're all centered around the Passion, you know, Good Friday. Well, what about all the other sufferings of Christ? He suffered a lot during his life, especially during the three years of his ministry. We don't think about that a lot. I mean, he was ridiculed. How, did, how would it be like to have scribes and Pharisees come and try to trap you in your words, knowing that these people have an animus in their heart where they want to actually see you dead? How, does that, how would that feel to you? I mean, a lot of us, we live on acceptance, approbation. If somebody criticizes us, you know, we take it you know, very much to heart. Um, how would it be to know that people want you dead? And so that's just, you know, one of them. Um, so my wife has you know, been writing about I mean, these contemplations, these meditations on a, on a lot of these other sufferings. And so we're hoping that this is going to be a new way of trying to understand Christ and what he went through. Mm. And um, so, you know, we've enlisted the help of, of Kathy, and, and she's going to turn around and hopefully enlist some of the you know, musicians that you know, she's partnered with before. And we're hoping that this is going to be just a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, as soon as uh, as soon as your wife, Diane, reached out to me about being part of this and uh, and gave me a little bit of a sample of of what's going to be in the book, it just like it was almost like the scales fell from my eyes for a second. Like it was uh, just this incredible like glimpse of something uh, something holy that I, that I was I, and I and I mean that honestly um, it the words uh, really really spoke to me and I knew that it was a project and a, a part of something that that I needed to have in my future so that I, I could um, trust that God would would guide me whatever that music is going to look like whatever way I can be part of it I, I'm going to keep showing up and I'm just going to trust that God's going to give me the words I'm continuing to write you know I wrote on my way to the station today as I came did in you really? I did I did <laughs> and uh, and you know and maybe some of it won't make it maybe some of it won't be good enough you know whatever whatever God calls us to and maybe I'll be enlisting some music from you know some other musicians that we can get permission to use and we're gonna we're gonna make it as beautiful as we can and uh, make it a reflection of the heart. Well, we're so glad you're not in New York and you're here, <laughs> you know, and uh, no, it's, it's, if it's anything like, you know, what you, what you've done last year with the two things, it'll be, it'll be great. So thank you. Well, we're going to take a break in a little bit, but afterwards, will you promise to sing us something else? Absolutely. All right. And let's, let's think about this. When we go to mass, if we don't have a very good voice, should we sing anyway? Yes, absolutely. Why? <laughs> absolutely. St. Augustine says that we, uh, when we sing, we pray twice. Who wouldn't want to pray twice, well, right? I don't know. My daughter's told me, he said, when you sing well, you, sing, you pray twice. But I think <laughs> we sing with... know the, you so well. I know, I know. But we <laughs> sing with the gift that God gave us. We are singing exactly as he wants us to sing. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is St. Joseph Radio Presents, coming to you live from St. Louis, Missouri, with a little bit of a different voice, a little bit of a different tone today. It's a little bit more uplifting. So when we come back, we will open up the phone lines, I hope, but I do want to hear another song from Kathy. The phone number is 636-447-6000, and please go and tell a friend to tune in that we have something very special going on. Kathy Pescarino and her beautiful voice. See you in about two minutes. 
Looking for a way to teach your children about our Catholic faith? Colby Academy has the solution, offering a curriculum that is loyal to the magisterium, classical, Ignatian, flexible and affordable. Colby can help with all your homeschooling needs. We offer a wide range of services, including live online courses for those looking for assistance teaching their students, recorded self-paced courses for those who want teacher instruction while needing the flexibility to move at their own pace, and traditional homeschool courses for maximum flexibility in home education. Our support services include advising for parents, record-keeping and transcript services, a grading service, standardized testing, and guidance and college counseling. For more information, check out their website at colby.org. That's K-O-L-B-E dot org. Or give them a call, area code 707-255-6499. That's 707-255-6499. It's Colby Academy. St. Joseph Catholic Radio is proud to announce the launch of SJEN-TV, the St. Joseph Evangelization Network. SJEN-TV is a premier online Catholic broadcasting network providing quality Catholic programming 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We have programming such as live studio interviews, St. Joe's Java speaker presentations, current Catholic issues, and the pro-life series. We're featuring the many talented speakers out of Orange County, California, and this Archdiocese of St. Louis, Missouri, including Professor John Gresham, Father James Mason, Karen Nokemper, Rick Hollerick, Bill Federer, and many more. To review the program list, Go to sjen.tv or on Roku, sjen.tv. All this programming is free, and we are welcoming sponsorship of new programs. Find out more at sjen.tv. And we're back. I'm Peter Karutz, your co-host with Ray Gerard. Today's program is Praying with the Heart. We are here with Kathy Kathy. Pescarino and her lovely, beautiful voice. Hey, you know, look, if you're tuning in, you're not tuning in by accident. If you're not Catholic, that's okay. You're not tuning in by accident. This is the Holy Spirit working in your life, and this is you cooperating with the Holy Spirit. And that's sort of what we're talking about here. We're talking about how music just uplifts the spirit and and speaks to the heart. And uh, Kathy is going to sing us another song, but I do want, she's debating. She's debating whether we're, she's going to sing something old or new. Um, I'm going to open up the phone line, 636-447-6000. If you have a comment, question, or voting on whether it's old or new, that's good, too. 636-447-6000. During the break, Kathy, I was wondering if your children sang. You, you have four, you said. I do. I have yeah. four Who's children. Who's your favorite? <laughs> you know, they argue about that all the time, all the time. And it's fun because my husband and I, we both pick a different one to yeah. tell they're our favorite all the time. Yeah. Any given day, right? <laughs> Any given day. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I have three boys and a girl, oh, uh, two in college uh, and one in high school. And then my daughter is in sixth grade. Sixth grade. What yeah. a beautiful. So how did how did you introduce singing into their life? Or is it all, you know, I mean, did they sing in the crib like my youngest. Well, they have been forced to be part of the uh, <laughs> musical ministry. Voluntold. Yes, voluntold, yeah. absolutely, uh, and 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 did that as long as uh, as they could be and were of age of, uh, and a part of it. Uh, and they actually uh, have really nice voices. My my son Joe, who is a freshman in college, um, he got to play the lead role in our musical last year, oh, uh, which was Footloose. He he got oh, boy, to be fun. Ren McCormick. Yeah. Uh, he did a great 
job with that. And uh, my other son, Vinny, uh, Vinny Pescarino. Pescarino. <laughs> Vinny Barberi, v- Pescarino. Right, yeah. right. Uh, he, uh, he also has had the opportunity to play uh, some, some pretty awesome roles, but uh, also to, uh, to play guitar. Wow. And he sings. And he just, uh, on a retreat recently, a Life Teen retreat, was doing some praying and felt like maybe God's calling him to be a music minister. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah, we're going to keep praying, wow. praying for you know, God's will in his I'm life. I'm telling you, boys are really in hot demand I, with regard to music and musicals. My daughters were in, in I don't know how many musicals, a ton. Mm. But, oh, man, those boys. You get a good boy who can sing. He, they're they're going to be a popular dude. That's right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right, yeah. So and uh, so the two boys are singing, and the third boy is? Uh, he he used to do a little bit, but he's yeah. he's he's going into nursing. So he's, yeah. he's more of a— He's helper. Oh, he's a, he, yeah. yeah, he is a, such a compassionate young man. Yeah, wonderful young man. And the sixth grader. My sixth grade daughter, uh, she has a wonderful voice. Ah, she loves to play piano. Wow. And, uh, and she also kind of likes to be a little more behind the scenes. But we had the opportunity to be on stage together uh, a couple years ago. Oh. Uh, Ray's daughter, actually, Catherine, was involved in a project we started, an alumni musical that I got to be part of as a parent at St. Dominic High School out in O'Fallon. And we did Mamma Mia. And oh, my daughter great. got to play Mamma daughter on stage so I, I got to you know it was like a dream I got to go back and uh, and and play play Donna uh, who's cool who's a pretty neat character and uh, and my daughter got to play my my daughter on stage and, and how long have you had these musicals going on for a long time <laughs> you or? mean how long have I directed and yeah, produced yeah, yeah. them Get, uh, you've had all you know the the lifespan of a child <laughs> actor is very <laughs> Short, right? So you get them, they go, you get another batch, you go. So how, how long have you been doing So that? when I got involved at a very young age, you know, and I was on stage, uh, that was wonderful. And I got to do the Muni in 1990 cool. and I set Six Flags and yeah. went on to, you know, do Bush Gardens and some other theme park type things. But then when I came back to St. Louis and I became a youth minister, that's when music ministry and the performing arts ministry came alive because I uh, I was actually a co-youth minister at the time with someone out in O'Fallon at Assumption, and we said, let's put on a fundraiser. Let's do a musical. So cool. we did Godspell as our oh, very boy. first first fundraiser <laughs> to do a mission trip, oh. and, uh, and, and that's when it all began. That was back in 2004, wow. and they're still going today. Time to have a reunion with all those people oh, who could have you grown Im- up. Can yes. you imagine? Where, where have they gone? What have they done? How has this music been part of their part of their lives. You know, that that's so awesome that you say that because the the gentleman, uh, Matt Winkleman, who played our, our original Jesus in the first version of Godspell, went on to become a youth minister at our parish and then now <laughs> is a religion teacher at St. Dominic High School. Well, so, I was about to wonder, how do you top playing Jesus? I mean, you know, you, you sort of reach the top, right? Well, at then that you point. teach about Jesus. That's you, right? You lay down your life and, and you're his disciple. Yeah. <laughs> my, my daughters both were at St. Joseph's Academy and they have something called uh, uh, Frontenacs. So it's a small group that get together every morning at seven o'clock in the morning and they sing and they practice. Is and that Mr. Kowalczyk? It is. I know him well. I've worked with him for many years. Oh boy. And his colleague there too. A- anyway, uh, what, what happened, what, my, I've had two daughters. They've gone all through it. And I said, wouldn't it be great to get together? So at Christmas time, not this Christmas, all of the Frontenacs who have, for whoever, whatever time there's been, he's been there for 26 years. Wow. They gather at a house and they fill that house with music. And it is amazing to see 
what music has continued to be such a great part of their lives as they move on. That is incredible. Music doesn't go away. You might not be able to play high school football as a 50-year-old or a 60-year-old, but your voice is always with you, and you, you carry that in your heart for as long as you live. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the memories that we have created over the years, it hasn't been about what what happens on stage, performing in front of an audience, or even about what the show necessarily is about. It's about the connections that are made. The, the, the Grace Beyond Gravity that I talked about is an extension of what we do through Assumption Musical Ministry. And it, it's just, it's become something more, something bigger. And what I'm realizing is our tagline is connecting hearts to the arts through Christ. And really, those connections right now are, uh, you know, aren't, aren't happening in the ways that they could be happening because of the shutdowns and the things that aren't able to happen in our world. And those are so important for the emotional, spiritual, intellectual growth of our kids. Like if we can get them to a place where they can do something courageous, do something out of the box, do something that they love and they're passionate about, but do it with somebody else who's passionate and loves it and do it in a prayerful way that everything we do reflects the light of Christ, that's then, then our job is done. And that's all. That's that's all he's asking of us. That's all the Lord asks of us. So. Uh, well, you know what? Usually, usually, I say you got to take notes when we have a, a guest here. You don't have to take notes. I think you just spoke to people's hearts. Amen. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, so I'd love to see where you know this all goes a couple of years from now because it seems like God's got a plan for it. You know, and to be doing what you're doing now, I mean, people need outlets like that. They really need outlets like that. So you're feeling it. You're feeling, you know, a blessed need. And I'm trusting God to kind of guide me and to form what this is supposed to become. As long um, as you do that, yeah. When I first started on putting this together, which was an extension of all the people and the mission of what we do through Assumption Musical Ministry, I felt like it needs to be a nonprofit. It needs to be a nonprofit. And I, I right away started trying to look into making that happen. And I quickly realized that if I forced that if it wasn't something that generated out of a need and I didn't let it organically form, that it wouldn't succeed. So what we've done is we've just, we've put it there. We did our first project in the fall, which was a, a beautiful production of Into the Woods that we Ooh, put on. That's tough. We did it outdoors. There's a beautiful park in O'Fallon, uh, which we were able to do it outdoor at the amphitheater. And uh, and it was incredible. We had uh, we had two different casts of kids, middle school and high school that came out for this. Kids are so hungry for something like this. A lot of our sports are are back to it, right? My daughter, as we speak, is, is playing in a volleyball game. Now, there are restrictions in place to keep everybody safe, and, and we understand that. But the arts, uh, it, it, especially in, in my circle, in my community, they, they've kind of been been, st- been stopped, been stunned a little bit, and and we're laying dormant. And so I, I'm trying to... Pent up, yeah, there's a pent-up need. I mean, right? People want to be... People trying, need an outlet. Trying to draw that out in, 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 in ways that we can think outside the box, whether it's, you know, virtually or through videos or, you know, through ways that we socially distance or do outdoor performances or indoor safe performances. We're going to keep going for it. We got a production of Shrek coming up in May. We're going for it. I can't tell you. I miss the theater. I miss going to the theater. I had this terrible thought, year, uh, not years ago, but last year, that terrible year that's all gone now. What if I had to tell my grandchildren, you know, 
when we were young, we used to go to the theater. What's the theater? <laughs> we used to get together and see these live performances. What's that? I am anxious to get back to it. And it can be done. We just need to get going and get it done. People want to. People want to. Speaking of that, I want to. Have you thought about whether you're going old or new with your next uh, little number? Um, I think I'm going to go old. I go think, old. I think I'm going to go with one of the first songs that I ever wrote. And wow. this was uh, one of my first years as a youth minister. Um, we did a retreat called The Bridge. And this song, um, I, I never, I never really recorded it or or put it uh, put it out oh, there. Special treat here, <laughs> right? And and I was just thinking about that song on my way here. So um, you know, it might be time to dust it off and and figure out a way to 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 bring it out. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Here we go. To the other side, lead me across this bridge. For all that I have done, you are ready to forgive. Living in your presence, knowing that you died for me. I'll live my life with your spirit as my guide. And if you're leading me. I'll get to the other side. Well, that's beautiful. Where can we hear more of you? <laughs> I mean, are you? is it a YouTube thing or do you have uh, uh, CDs or videos or yeah, so uh, how you, do we hear more of you? Years ago, well, I sing every week at the Life Teen Mass at Assumption in O'Fallon, uh, 5.30 on Sunday nights. Assumption in O'Fallon. Okay, yes. good, good. Yes. And, li- and by the way, I'm just going to interrupt you there for a second. Life Teen is unbelievable. I mean, when I was at St. John Bosco and I, my wife and I, we decided to take a uh, foreign exchange student from Columbia who was a teenager. We had a less than one-year-old and we have a teenager, right? And we thought, well, we got to get her to church. And we don't know any teenagers. So we took her to Life Teen at Incarnate Word. I'm telling you, that church was packed, first off, with teenagers and a bunch of us. And they about blow the roof off. Mm-hmm. The, the mass was over an hour and 15, hour and a half. This, the, it wasn't the, you know, the performers like you or the cantors, I guess. You were leading and singing. But it was the people. It was the students. It was the young people who were so engaged and involved. So I interrupted you. But tell me about that, that your, your life teen over there. I imagine it's something similar. Oh, yeah. Well, I, it's just it's beautiful. And uh, the, the three people besides myself that are in the band, we have an opportunity to just show up and say, come Holy Spirit. And we've been doing that every week. Um, the youth minister uh, who's there, her name is Becky Whitaker. Her and her husband are both a part of the band. And then we have a talented, talented young man, Parker Bishop uh, from Immaculate Conception in Darden Parish, oh, yeah, uh, who, good parish, who is helping us right now and doing a great job on the piano. Uh, and so, so that's one way, you know, I just, I keep showing up week after week. I'm part of that. And, uh, and yeah, these, these projects that keep coming up, um, stationsofhope.org is a, a website that I recently purchased and, uh, there'll be more information coming up right now. Uh, all we have is a kind of a, a, a message on there that says we've got projects coming, so stay tuned. Um, so stationsofhope.org is going to be where we're going to be able to, to start listing some of the the projects, new and old, that we've been part of. This is the ground floor. You are going to be one of the first people to see it. So keep it in mind, stationsofhope.org. Oh, I was just going to say, so the program that's coming up for this Lent, that's where people could find information about that. 
Absolutely. Okay. Yes, we're going to add to our, our website there as we uh, as we begin. We I don't even know if there's an official name for the the sufferings of Christ, the the re- sufferings of hope or reflections of, of It's all a work in progress. Yes. Yes. So uh, so we'll get there and uh, and we'll be able to to get that up on the website um, along with some of the older projects. Just so I'm clear, because I'm not, is this uh, Lenten, these Lenten reflections, are they going to be live as well? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. An assumption? Well, we're hopeful. I left a message actually on my way here with my good friend, Jeanette Heyman, who's the lay pastoral associate there. And she Uh is uh, hopefully going to let us know if we can make that happen at Assumption. Oh, we got to make it happen. Yeah. Father Patrick Russell, who is one of our... uh, 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 associates at Assumption is part of the project as well, I believe, along with Ray. Yeah, I asked, asked him to help, and he, he said he'd be more than happy to. So, you know, we've still got to coordinate the date, make sure that it'll work for him and, and things of that nature. But it'll all come together. It'll all it'll come together. Well, it just warms my heart. We're going to have live stuff again, right? And we, we're having it right now. There are many parishes that are open you know, there's we have big, big churches. We can go for goodness sakes. What yeah. if I told? Hey, what if I told you all that I know, just me, I know where Jesus Christ is going to show up tomorrow. <laughs> Would you not move heaven and earth? Would you take any, you know, do anything, any way to to get there and be there? Hey, it happens every every Sunday. It happens every day. Every day. Come and visit the Lord. He's there waiting for you, mm. meeting you where you're at. Amen. Yeah, and now we have music too. Yeah. So um, tell me about how someone can improve their singing voice. You are a voice teacher. You said it. I heard it. I wrote it down. I am. How can we be better singers? Well, I think uh, part of it has to start with the support that you give your voice. Uh, that's the number one thing that you can do, learning how to breathe. Oh, I thought you meant saying nice things about your voice. <laughs> I support you. You are good. Well, you, you know, are... that's funny you say that because uh, my love language is uh, uh, affirmation. Words of affirmation. <laughs> yeah. If you there can you give go. me words of affirmation, <laughs> I'll do anything for you. But yeah, I uh, no, I meant uh, your physical support. The, the, bre- the muscles that you can work is just like a workout in the gym. The muscles that you can work and continue to help grow stronger to support what the instrument is that you've been given naturally. Now, there's a a lot of different things that happen in the body, especially in the neck, the head, the throat, uh, in your posture, uh, especially, yeah, the gut is what's going to support it. But all of those things play a big part, the the shape of your mouth. So there are ways that we can work uh, to improve those things and to uh, to be more open, really, to, to the way that the Holy Spirit can flow out in, in song through each of us. It's just a matter of showing up and, and given who you are. When we play basketball as young people, what do we do? We do layups and layups and layups, and we stand at the free throw line, and you shoot a lot of free throws, right? And we go to the gym, and we, we lift the weights. That has absolutely nothing to do with being in the game. But uh, uh, you hear folks do a lot of vocal exercises, and uh, is, it, is it something similar to that? In other words, you're, you're, you're in the gym lifting weights or you're doing your vocal exercises. Those are, those are good things, too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah p- part of the warm-up, right? A lot of vocal exercises are warm-up, um, but you got to find exercises. They're going to force you to use that gut, that muscle. And I need to tell everyone that this is St. Joseph Radio Presents, coming to you live from St. Louis, Missouri, the Rome of the West. I'm your co-host, Peter Kroots. We're here with Ray Gerard and Kathy Pescarino, the lovely voice and person who is helping us 
grow closer to God by singing with our hearts, praying with our hearts. That's the name of our program. So if if you're going to teach Ray <laughs> to sing, <laughs> what's, what's step one? Get ready, sit up Uh-oh. straight. Well, the very first thing I would have Ray do is lay on the floor. Actually, <laughs> he can do that. Yeah, he would. He would, do. he would lay down flat. Seriously. Yeah, facing no, doing face, doing nothing. I can do <laughs> facing the sky, and uh, and we would have Ray, uh, you know, find with his fingers below his belly button that spot that uh, that would be below the gut that's gonna engage the diaphragm and allow him to make uh, a strong grunt like a ha. Ah, okay. Do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, it, that, and, and it's something, what I'm trying to say is it's, it's, it's uh, something that can be developed. It's something that you can improve in. It isn't done and gone. And, you know, if you didn't sing well at four, you don't have any hope at 40 or 50 or 60. Absolutely. But it, there are folks, I think, born, you know, with a unique gift, with a special gift to be able to to sound more beautiful to the ear or to sing in tune uh, more than others. But then again, I also believe that there's room in this world for all of those gifts, uh, no matter how great or small. So if I'm a parent, and I am, and I had young children, how would I introduce them to the love and joy of singing and musicals? Yeah, getting getting them involved in a community uh, that is is a part of music. And I know that's difficult to do right now, but I think encouraging them to be part of music through learning an instrument, uh, singing with a, a choir at school or at church uh, or in the community, um, getting involved in performing arts. You would not believe the ways that we see kids change and grow through one one rehearsal, uh, I, I'm sorry, one uh, one performance, right? Which is like the whole process of from start to finish, rehearsal to performance. But when we did the show back in the fall, we did almost all virtual rehearsals. We came together for four live rehearsals, and then and then we had performances, and they were incredible. And people came out for them. We had beautiful days in October, and uh, and it was it was an incredible success where we felt like we overcame. And we persevered through something that we loved, keeping it safe, keeping everyone healthy, but allowing them to to share to share that light. And let's and, see and what kids, happened. Go ahead. Oh, and, and kids learn so much from doing it. It's yeah. like like in sports. You know, you participate in sports, and people end up learning how to be a part of a team with other people. They learn discipline, and these are these are things that they take with them and make them successful later in life. And, you know, with the arts, I mean, kids learn not to be afraid to express themselves and to work together with other people and to, and to meld different gifts together. Some people can sing the high notes and the low notes. I mean, it, they learn a lot that's useful for their – and they and don't they become, you know, more balanced or more just, you know, a little bit more, more happy? Um, I mean, it's just – I mean, having an opportunity to express yourself. I mean, you must see it where kids get so much out of these types of experiences. I do. I do. And the, especially through the performing arts, it's like a tapestry, right? It's this uh, this incredible messiness of all of these pieces mm-hmm. coming yeah. together. And somehow God can, can really create this incredible masterpiece on the other side of all of it. When my youngest was five, I took her to an audition for Shooting Star. I think it was her, their second performance, oh, yeah. Marty Strohmeyer. I know Marty well. And, yes. and was it Schweitzer or Schwartzer? Uh, you it, remember the old music director there? Yes, it went right And, and they were, she was five. Strohmeyer, Strohmeyer. Marty Strohmeyer. Oh, yeah, great talent. 
And I remember, she and she got in, you know, and she's five. And I, you don't go to the lot of the rehearsals, but I remember her sitting there just during the warm-ups and crowded around the piano. You heard all these teenagers, young people, all singing. I know that that made an incredible impact and influence and helped her grow. She heard these great talents. She worked with them. And, and if you haven't done a musical if it, as a child or if your children haven't done it, you don't know the commitment and the camaraderie and the growth that occurs personally, vocally, acting, discipline. It's, it's absolutely incredible. You're, I couldn't say enough. You're right. It. And the camps, you know, a lot of a uh-huh. lot of people are a big fan of the camps for kids in the summer. And that's one of the things that I've been able to be part of for the last several summers. And this summer, uh, through Grace Beyond Gravity, we're putting something together called GRIT, G-R-I-T. It stands for Grace, Resilience, integrity and tenacity in the arts. And one of the things that we want to do is provide uh, a workshop experience where kids come together to grow those talents, but to do it with grace, to do it with resilience and integrity, all that kind of wonderful stuff, but to be able to uh, create a performance piece at the end, but the week is almost going to be uh, an elevated faith experience in order to, to bring those to the surface. You know, there's something else about, you know, participating in a performance where you're one of many. I mean, there's something that seems to me Christian about it. I mean, you often hear, you know, uh, the, the very devout people, you know, the saintly people that we use as models for our lives, talk about, you know, hey, I must decrease so he must increase. So here you are being part of a large performance, and it all comes together. You're not in control of, of all of it. You're only a small part of it. But yet somehow it comes together, and all these people contribute there's such a, a community, uh, and you belong, and you're part of it. I mean, there's so many things that you could draw, um, you know, um, parallels, religious parallels to. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think it, it's got to give kids a sense of a sense of balance, uh, something that you know that you know just it, it connects with them somehow. I would imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I see that over and over again. We we collected some incredible witness statements um, over the past couple of years just through people's experiences, just because we wanted to know. We had a young man who showed up to our Beauty and the Beast auditions a few years ago. He was an atheist, a self-proclaimed atheist. And uh, the first time we gathered in prayer, he was pretty uncomfortable. Anyway, long story short, he asked me to be his confirmation sponsor. Oh, <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Well, today well, we've that's been, that's the way to end the program. I'm telling you, right? Well, and that's what we're doing. We're using all of our talents, minor and major, in order to bring the love of Christ to each other. And you know, we talked about this before the program, and our time is running out. But what did Christ do? He always met us where we were at. Everybody he met, he met them where we were at. Music does that. It meets you where you're at, whether you're four or forty. Uh, it gives us an op- another opportunity to pray and love the Lord. We'll be back next week with another great program. God bless you. You've been listening to St. Joseph Radio Presents from the Rome of the West, St. Louis, Missouri. If you would like to join us in our evangelization efforts, you can order a copy of today's broadcast or any of our past programs by visiting us on our website, stjosephradio.net. That's S-A-I-N-T, josephradio.net. Or call 
us, 636-447-6000. It's all at your fingertips to help us evangelize the world, bringing the good news of Christ to everyone you meet and change one soul at a time. Thank you for your prayers and support. Until next time, may God bless you and your family. This has been a presentation of St. Joseph Radio Presents. Thank you.